Turn to Matthew 6. Okay. When you're there, say Madison. Madison. Why you can't snatch Okay. Everybody there? Yes, sir. Everybody ready? Yeah. Everybody attentive? I think I've got a really cool word tonight. Okay? We'll see what it turns into, but... Okay, Matthew 6, go to verse 9. There's always that one person in the room. Every time, there's always the one guy. Try not to be that guy. Pray like this. Ready? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts and as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Give us this day our daily bread. What's that mean? What we need for the day. And who are we saying that to? Just just so we're all on the same page. Who? God. Yeah. The Lord. We're saying, Lord, give us today our daily bread. Give us what we need today. Provide for us. You guys ever think that's selfish? I have. I've always thought it was selfish. And I think... Sometimes we just stop there. Give us today our daily bread. And we stop there. And I want to journey to say tonight that we can't stop there, that we have to do something else. This message tonight is titled, Give Us Today Our Daily Yes. Okay? Give us today our daily yes. If we take this approach... It doesn't feel like we're just greedy people. Okay? We, it's hard for us to help not being just consumers of the faith. Right? It's hard. Where we just like, okay, Lord, just keep on, come on, keep on coming. You know? And we're like here. And Lord, this is all I have to offer is myself. Right? And we just become these consumers, kind of. Do you, do you guys resonate with this? Or, Lord, I need this. I need to, I need to get an A on this test. Or, I, in my case, I need to get a C on this test. And I, I, I need to, I need to get, Lord, I just was speeding right past the cop. I need your favor here. I need, I need, I need. Yes? We all resonate with this. Or, Lord, 
don't make my blank break up with me. Right? Or don't make me lose my job. Don't let this fall through the... Right? All of these kind of things where we're just like, Lord, like you better get your pen ready kind of thing. Right? Do you guys ever feel like you take this approach with the Lord? Yes? Hey, focus. Screw the dog, okay? This dog is ruining our life, okay? Focus. Focus up here, okay? Focus on what the Lord is saying tonight, okay? I want to stop being consumers, okay? If we keep on being consumers, we're, we're, we're just going to turn into a different kind of people, and it's not what the Lord has in store. Does this make sense so far? Okay, so tonight we're going to be talking about give us today our daily yes. Yes? Isn't this cool? You guys ready? I, I'm really excited for this word. Uh, it's been kind of burning on my heart for a little bit now, okay? So um, I've got a couple scriptures that I want us to go with, and uh, these are my notes tonight. Pretty proud of this. Nice. This is my notes tonight. So, yeah, this will be good. Go to Luke 9, 23. And I think this is kind of where we have to start this conversation is in Luke 9, uh, verse 23. Is It's this whole entire concept of we have to do something daily. Does anybody know what this is going to say? Before you read it? No? What are we, what are we called to do daily? Pick up our cross. Pick up our cross daily. Yes. This is what this verse is. In Luke 9, verse 23. So when you're there, say Madison. 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 Nice. Nice, sweet. Just had to turn a little bit to the right. And one, two, Okay, so Luke 9, 23 says, there it is. If anyone would come after me, <laughs> yes? Did you catch the first part? Did you catch the first part? If anybody wants to come after me, this is Jesus talking, is it read in your Bible? Yeah. Yes? If anybody wants to come after me, let them first deny himself, themselves, and take up their cross daily. And follow me. What are the three things there? It was three, right? Deny? Deny who? Deny yourself. Okay. Then what? And then what? Follow me. Follow me. Those are the three things. If you want what? To come after him. If you want to come after him. Okay, so we just sang, set a fire in my soul, open up my heart. I want a touch of heaven. If we want all of that, here's what we have to do. I could stop here, but I'm not going to because you know me too well, right? So we have to, what? What are the three things? Deny ourselves. Deny. Pick up the cross and follow him. Write those on your heart tonight. Okay? If you want your heart to be a wick for the Lord, if you want the Lord to set you on fire, those three things. Do you understand that that's Jesus talking? Like, there should almost be a weight that falls from the sky when there's red text that is read aloud. Do you guys understand that? Like, Jesus dropped a bomb here. Hey, if you want to follow me, do these three things. 
If you want to come after me, do these three things. Daily. Not once. There's this plague going around in Christianity where I just have to say yes to Christ once. It's a plague. Do you understand what I mean by that? It is detrimental to our faith. If I just say, Jesus is my Savior once, and I'm at, the, I'm at camp or something. <laughs> I love picking on camps. <laughs> we'll do a camp someday, <laughs> and I'll pick on that one too. But, <laughs> like, come on. We all know. Like, let's be honest. Oh, my gosh. What's Saturday night? Cry night, right? We all know it. I don't know why it's that way. Maybe no. Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? Oh my gosh, I'm sure it was worse. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is Jesus is done with your emotional experience and wants your daily experience. Understand? This is simple, correct? It's easy for me to say yes to Jesus twice a year at summer camp and winter camp. (laughs) I love picking on them. I love it. I love it. But they're good things. I'm not like bashing them. But it's easy to get all worked up. Everybody around you is all worked up. You're all focused on God for the first time in your entire lives for a weekend, and it's awesome. And then what happens Monday? Oh, shoot, right? You want to follow the Lord. It can't just be once a year, twice a year where I say yes to Him. It has to be a constant yes. Giving the Lord our constant yes. Does this make sense so far? Yes. Okay. And again, we will do a camp someday, but you're going to get so jacked up up there that you won't know what to do. Yes? You will be like, well, okay, Sunday hit, and now like, I don't think I can go back to my normal life. And you won't. Because that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm digging my heels in on that. I'm digging my heels in on that because there's too much happening where we go away for a weekend and then we come back the same person. I'm like, why did you just spend $250 to go to camp? Like, right? I'm digging my heels in on that where you're never going to be the same. You're going to be touched by the Lord so much that you're going to be like, well, I'm just glowing at this point. And if I tried to blend in, it wouldn't work. Yes? Okay. I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm prophesying that about the, about the home. How's that sound? The home dot camp. So, if you want to follow after me, let you deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me daily. Cool? Great. Now, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Second Corinthians chapter one and go to verse twelve. Okay, I want to read all of this completely through. And then I want to highlight some things in a different translation. Okay? You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. 
And this won't make sense completely right away, but I will shine light on the areas that need to make sense. Okay? You guys ready? Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. For our boast is this, the testimony of our, uh, of our conscience that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not with earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God and supremely so toward you. Verse 13, for we are not writing to you anything other than what you read and understand, and I hope you will fully understand, just as you did partially understand us, that on that day the Lord Jesus Christ will boast of us as we boast of you. 15, because I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted you I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I, oh shoot. That's the way. Was it really? Is that really it? I don't know. Was I vacillating? I don't think that's whatever. Was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Look that up. Fickle? But, yeah, but I don't, it doesn't say anything about it. Um, fickle? Like, F-I-C-K. Okay. Was I, what's fickle mean? I know what it means. Fascinating. Like, wishy-washy. Like not wishy-washy, yes. Yeah, I mean, to be like. Yeah. yeah. Was I wishy-washy when I wanted to do this? Do I make plans according to the flesh? Ready to say yes, yes, and no, no at the same time. Verse 18, I think that's really funny the way he wrote it. Sorry. As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaim among you, so that name, Sylvanus, thank you, and Timothy and I was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. Verse 20, for all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with with you in Christ and has anointed us. And who has also put his seal on us and given him or given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Verse 23, we're almost done. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy and stand firm, for you stand firm in your faith. Okay, cool. Now, I just want to read in a different translation, starting at 20. Pay attention to this, okay? I just think this is a little bit more eloquent, if you will. Whatever God has promised gets stamped with a yes of Jesus. Isn't that cool? Isn't that beautiful? Whatever God has promised gets stamped with a yes of Jesus. In Him, this is what we preach and pray. The great amen, God's yes, and our yes together gloriously evident. God affirms us, makes us a sure thing in Christ, putting His yes within us, 
by His Spirit, He has stamped us with His eternal pledge, a sure beginning of what He is destined to complete. So what I want to talk about tonight is that the Lord is worthy of our yes. Okay? What has the Lord promised us? And I really want you guys to answer. Not just over your own life, but just scripturally, what has He promised us over our lives? Eternal. Eternal life. Good. What else? Protection. Protection. Good. What else? If God is for us, no one can stand against us. Yes. What else? Eternal growth. Eternal growth? Yeah. Okay. Back that up. What, what do you mean? I mean that we're, we're never going to be in the same spot that we are today. We're consistently growing in Him, becoming more like Him. Perfect. Um, we will see new sides of His face even in the glory. Yes. Endless relationship. What? Endless relationship. Endless relationship. Great one. Yes. He's a relational God. He cares about us. He's not just an eye in the sky. What else? Guidance. <clears throat> Guidance. Yes. He's a lamp unto our feet. Great. Yes, He promises us the fruits of the Spirit. We can only walk in those if we first received them from Him. Correct? What else? New mercies every morning. New mercies every morning. A hope and a future. A hope and a future. What else? Healing. Healing. What else? Come on, this is good. What? Peace. Peace, yes. What else? Keep going. Plans for good and not for the disaster. Yes. Jeremiah 29, 11. Deliverance. Deliverance. We're at 12. Keep going. Favor. Favor. Yeah. It's my favorite one. <coughs> what else? Did we say provision? I think, we I think somebody did. No, maybe I... Yeah. No. Nope. Provision. But we'll be with him. We'll be with him. Yes. Inheritance. What else? There's one I'm really looking for. We've said a lot. I know. You guys are doing great. This is awesome. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Good. There's two I'm really looking for, actually. New life. Yep. We are, are we're dead to our old selves. His presence. His presence. Great. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Holy Spirit. His indwelling. Good, that's the one I was looking for. Give me the other one. Guidance. You already said that one. Lamp unto our feet. It's a good one, though. Joy. Joy. Yep, turns our mourning into joy. Yes. Huh? Gifts of the Spirit. Yep. He's a rewarder. He's also a rewarder, right? If we seek Him, we, He rewards us. Yes? He rewards those who diligently seek Him. That's good, yes? Great job, guys. You know the Word. Awesome. You know the character of the Lord. Yes? Now, why don't we want to say yes to that every single day of our lives? You knew that was coming, right? Why don't we say yes? Why don't we say yes every single day of our lives to that? Do you guys understand what we just read in here? do you? The Lord says yes to you daily. Isn't that cool? He says yes to you daily. What? 
Yeah. He says, yes, I want to use you. Yes, I want to be a part of you. Yes, I want to be in relationship with you. Yes, I want to use you and use you and use you. Right? That's what the Lord is saying in this. We just read it. Let me read it again. God affirms us, making us a sure thing in Christ, putting His yes within us. Do you guys understand that the Lord has said yes to you? And how dumb do we have to be to not say yes back to Him? Right? It's it's funny because the the way they they were the the way Paul was writing is like no we didn't just give you yeses and nos and yes and no and yet and go back and forth with you. What's he what's he saying there? Is the Lord won't do the same thing? He doesn't say oh yes no yes no yes no. Of our call to our lives, right? That would be silly. That would be the most confusing God ever. Do we understand this? It'd be super confusing. If he's like, okay, I want to use you today, but not tomorrow. Or I wanted to use you yesterday, but you said no, so now I have to punish you. No, that's not, the God's, that's not God's character. Do we understand this tonight? So, our yes is tied up in Christ. And then what happened? There's another step after that. Our yes is tied up in Christ, and by His Spirit... He has stamped us with His eternal pledge. A sure beginning of what He is destined to complete. Okay, now let me put a little bit of pressure on you. What He has destined to complete. Your yes, ready? Your yes unlocks the Lord's destiny for what He wants to complete. That's what the Word says. I'm not making this up tonight. Your yes, the Lord's already said yes to you. He wants to use you. But when you say yes, you unlock destiny of what the Lord's destiny is here on earth. What? We all get caught up in, okay, what's my destiny? You know, we talk about destiny all the time, right? We talk about, okay, what am I called to? What am I destined to do, right? I am I destined to greatness kind of things. But no, I could really care less about your destiny I could. I could really care less. Okay? If you want to tell me about it, yeah, I'd listen. But I could care less. Because I want the Lord's destiny to be unlocked by your yes. Right? It's not your destiny anymore. It becomes the Lord's destiny. Isn't this cool? Yeah. Do you guys understand what the word destiny means? Like if I use it in the sentence like, I am destined to do blank. Do you understand what that means? It's almost like a prophetic Calling. Yes, it's a divine appointment and multiple divine appointments notched out in front of your life, right? I always bring up Dora the Explorer, but I, there's always something with her. There's, she has all these kind of checkpoints, right? All of her destinies that she has to kind of go through to get to her very end goal, correct? Right? Same thing with the Israelites. They had to go through all of these different things, correct? To get to their promised land, correct? You have to go through all these different things to get to your promised eternity. Yes? Do you understand that the, the, the story of the Israelites is a prophetic call on your lives of what you're actually going to get, go through in order to get to your promised land? Do you understand that tonight? 
So when we say yes to the Lord, even if it is once a week, you're unlocking the destiny of the Lord. But we shouldn't be satisfied with once a week. Correct? We shouldn't be satisfied once a day. Yes? I can wake up and say yes to the Lord, but then when I get in my car and get pissed off at somebody, then everything goes out the window, right? But if I'm constantly saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. What's that song? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. No? You know that one? Yeah, that's what it's talking about. I... It should be saying, I'm going to be obedient, I'm going to be obedient, I'm going to be obedient, 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 Lord, right? That's what it should be saying in that song. Not just, yes, I'm going to be obedient. As a child of God, as somebody who is tied up in Christ, co-crucified with Christ, co-resurrected with Christ, knit together with Christ, we should be saying yes like Christ did. Yes? This is the way it works. If Christ is our model, what did He do? There was a lot of yeses involved. Was there some begrudgingly yeses? Like, Lord, if, if there's any other way, take this cup away from me. Yes? We have, it's okay to say that stuff. Okay? It's not just, I, I don't want you to lose your mind here. It's okay to say things like that. Like, Lord, is there any other way? Is there any other way for me to learn this lesson? Is there any other way for me to get to the other side here? But we have to be okay if there is no other way, and the Lord is calling us into that, okay? If we are supposed to be, if, we are, if Christ has us tied up, correct, in His name, because we are saved by Him, then we better be acting more like Him in our obedience. Yes? This is what it means to be a Christian. This is what it means to follow Jesus. This is not radicalism. This is what it is. Okay? We were talking last night, and I, I know I'm being recorded, so whatever. I, I, we were talking last night, me, Blake, and Jaden, about the word radical and what it means to us and what kind of flares up when we use this word radical. And we all were like, okay, radical Islam, right? That's the one I go to, at least. These guys agreed. I don't know if it's you. Um, but... We thought about radical Islam. Like, okay, what are they doing? What are they doing? They have so bought into something that they're willing to put it all on the line. Right? What if we so bought into something that we were willing to put it on the line? Everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? What if I was so dedicated to Jesus that I couldn't help but say yes, even if it meant me losing my life? Like John the Baptist. Like Jesus. <laughs> like Stephen. Like all these other disciples. Right? What if we were willing to go that far? And what if we were willing not to call it radical anymore, that it's just the way Christianity is supposed to be? Right? Like, I, uh, I'm not saying be crazy. I'm just saying do right by what the Lord's telling you to do. 
If he's telling you to go to North Korea and preach the gospel, you better do it. Right? If he's telling you to go to Kansas to go preach the gospel, you better go do it. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Nice. Do you guys get my point here? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what else? Hebrews 13. Let's keep going. We're going to read 7 and 8. Good? Everybody there? Hebrews 13, um, 7 through 8. Yes? Mm-hmm. Appreciate your pastoral leaders. Do you hear that? I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like, that's not. <laughs> let, me get, let me read the whole thing. Appreciate your pastoral leaders who gave you the word of God. Take a good look at the way they live and let their faithfulness instruct you as well as their faithfulness, as their truthfulness. Sorry. <laughs> that, that didn't make sense. Truthfulness. There should be a consistency that runs through us all. Ready? For Jesus doesn't change. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, he's totally himself, always. What am I getting at here? If we're supposed to be like Jesus, we should totally never change, always. Okay? Do I mean that we should never grow in our spiritual walk? No, come on. Like, don't be, don't be stupid, right? Okay? <laughs> Sorry, that was mean, but I mean it. Um, don't be silly, right? He's saying he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His yes is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His devotion to the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do we understand this? If we want to be like Christ, be like Him. <laughs> Yesterday, today, and forever. Right? If you missed out on yesterday, okay, that's okay. It's okay. But make today an okay day so that yesterday is... You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay? Yesterday, today, and forever. Put, dig your heels into the ground on making this true. Okay? We say that the word never comes back void. Yes? I don't want it to return void because of the way I'm living. Correct? Cool. Any any thoughts around Hebrews 13? No? Cool. Why does it talk about the pastoral leaders? Can you read 7 again? Yeah. Appreciate your pastoral leaders who gave you the word of God. Take a good look at the way they live and let their faithfulness instruct you as well as their truthfulness. There should be a consistency that runs through us all. Yeah. It's like, okay, we all come to this crossroads of, okay, 
who do I, who do I follow? Who do I listen to? Correct? And uh, this is terrifying for me. <laughs> I just want to be completely honest. Hey, do you need to do that right now? <laughs> Thanks. This is completely terrifying to me. I'm going to be super transparent here. Um, appreciate your pastoral leaders and look at how they walk in, in order if you should be at their church or not. Yikes. Right? It puts a kind of a spotlight on me. But it also puts a huge spotlight on you. Do you guys understand that? Yeah, great. I'm quote-unquote a pastor. I don't, I don't know what that really means. Okay? Uh, whatever. But if you have said yes to the Lord, that means what? You called the ministry. Correct? Doesn't mean you have to get paid for it. It means that your ministry is yes to the Lord. Correct? Okay? So it puts a spotlight on you also. This is written to tell you to live in a higher standard. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Not just, okay, I've got my church clothes on today. In season and out of season. Yes. So, I want to kind of change the verbiage here, if I can. Ready? Appreciate your ministry leaders. That's everybody. That's you. You guys understand that? The way you carry yourself outside of these doors reflect what church you go to. Mine actually says, remember, it says, remember your leaders. Yeah, yeah mine says, remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God, the word of God, consider their outcome of their way of life and then imitate their faith. But yeah. it's right there what a leader is. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Yeah. Correct. You. Yeah. Yes. Again, if you said yes to the Lord, you've said yes to ministry in the kingdom. You guys understand this? You have a high calling on your life right now. Okay? So your yes not only affects um, you, <laughs> but it also affects the destiny of um, heaven coming to earth. Do you understand that also? Okay, we talked about that. But it also unlocks the way everybody else views Jesus. Not just the church. Jesus. Right? Why is it Jesus? Because he's the groom and he's the leader of the relationship. Yes? Does this make sense? You guys understand the calling on your life? You guys want to walk in that calling or does that kind of scare the crap out of you? It's okay if it scares the crap out of you. It kind of should. It kind of should. If it doesn't, you probably don't have a pulse. Okay? It kind of makes me uneasy. Like, oh my gosh. Well, everything that I do, everything that I say is a model of who I believe Jesus is. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Simple though. Like, <laughs> you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself sometimes. Like, you know, I'm expectations and, you know, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. But it's all in just simple, like, you know, how do you, like, how do you decide who's the right leader? 
you know, you're saying the right thing. It's like if they're saying yes to Jesus. Exactly. And if you say yes to Jesus, you're unlocking everybody else who interacts with you every single day, yesterday, today, and forever. Right? So what I'm trying to say is don't diminish your yes today. Correct? If you diminish your yes, you're diminishing the call that's on your life, and then you're diminishing somebody else's yes. Right? There's a lot of pressure on us. And it's good. The cool thing is, you have these people around you. Isn't that awesome? It's really good. Where we can feed off of each other. Make sure that we're doing okay. Yes? Cool. Let's keep on going. Um, 1 John 2.20 find it it's like way far back it's right before revelation it's right after second peter in between second peter and second john second third john do revelation nobody ever does ready yeah. First John, I said first John, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, this is right. Uh, chapter 2, verse 20. But you, ready? But you, ready? But you, 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 all of you. Who are you? You, <laughs> right? But you have been anointed by the Holy One. And you have what? All knowledge. All have knowledge. Yes. Did I read it out of order? But you all, sorry, have knowledge. Big difference. Yeah. But... Thanks for correcting me. (laughs) Sorry, Lord. Um, But you all have knowledge. What knowledge? Of the truth. And why do you have it? Because of the Holy One. Because of the Holy One. Who's the Holy One? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Let's. Oh, we're getting Pentecostal up in here. (laughs) The Holy Ghost, right? The Holy Ghost, we have knowledge because He has knowledge. Yes? It's simple. Do you guys understand this? But you, you, you have been anointed. What's anointed? Oh, chacho. What's anointed? Come on, come on. Think of it just like touched by Holy Spirit yes. to do a certain thing. Yes. Yes. Anybody else want to embellish on anointed? Purpose, okay, cool. Kind of blessing the mind and soul. 
Okay. Appointed? Yes. Do you guys understand that you're dripping with oil? You have the anointing oil saturating you. Back in, back in the old days, they actually used to use anointing oil for breakthrough. You guys understand this? Hey, they, we don't need oil anymore. Okay? Because you're already dripping with it. You guys understand this? Some people believe that you needed the anointing oil in order for breakthrough to happen. It's, it's you. It's you. You're the anointed. But you are anointed. Yes? Yeah. By the Holy One. And you all have knowledge. Verse 27 then says, But the anointing that you received from Him abides in you. Did you hear that? But the anointing that you received from Him abides in you. And you have no need, ready, that anyone else should teach you. You thought I was being a jerk that day. What day? But... <laughs> But as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. What's abide mean? Huh? Perfect. Remain. What does remain mean? Stay in. To be with him. He was like... Stay there for like that's where you get your nutrients, that's where you get fed, that's where you grow. That's like if you leave, like that's how you sustain life. Yes. By abiding in something. A constant yes. When I remain in something, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to be constant in my yes. Right? He is the vine, I am the branches. I cannot survive without him. Correct? Isn't this amazing? When we give Him our, our constant yes, we are anointed by Him who gives us knowledge to face the day, yes, that nobody else needs to teach us but Him. I have people, and hear my heart in this before you judge me. I have people all over the place telling me, oh man, you need somebody pouring into your life. Spirit because I know Holy Spirit right do you know Holy Spirit tonight are you waiting for me to speak Holy Spirit because if you know Holy Spirit sorry you don't need me if you know Holy Spirit I'm sorry you don't need Blake as much as we love feeling needed, you don't need us. If you know Holy Spirit, you don't need Madison. As great as she is, you don't need her. She doesn't unlock the gates to all knowledge. I don't unlock the gates to all knowledge. Only Holy Spirit does. You can only understand what I'm speaking tonight because Holy Spirit's speaking it to your heart. 
right? We all know people who... We all know people who would maybe be in this room and not have any idea what I'm saying tonight. But guess what? You do because Holy Spirit lives in you. Do you understand that? You're anointed by Him. So if we remain in Him, it all makes sense. If we remain in Him, we don't feel like we're drowning. If we remain in Him, we're not the disciples on the boat screaming, we're perishing. If we remain in Him, we're not the Israelites. If we remain in Him, we're like the apostles. Do you understand that? Isn't that beautiful? When we say yes, day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, you better get ready. Because you'll never be able to look at somebody the same way. You'll never be able to talk the same way. And it'll be hard for you not to encourage people. <laughs> right? It's the way it goes. I don't know about you guys, but if there was a sign-up list for that, I'd want to be on it. And I'd want to be at the top of the list, so I was the first one. Right? You guys with me on this? John 15. Yep. John 15 says, abide in me, and I will abide in you. Yeah? Abide. Remain constant yes. Give us today our daily yes. What a concept, right? This, this kind of, I mean, this kind of throws out the whole mentality of just showing up and waiting for the preacher to say something. It throws out the whole entire concept of waiting for the worship leader to lead you into worship. It throws out the healing ministry that some people claim to have. It throws it out because now you carry all of it at once. Why? Because Holy Spirit dwells within you and He's the only one who carries it. Does this make sense? In 1 Corinthians 12, it says, it lists off all the spiritual gifts and then it, it says at the very bottom, as He wills it. Do you understand that? You don't just have one anointing over your life. You have the anointing over your life. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Things will just... Ah, it will. If you give him your constant yes, even if you feel like you're drowning, it's be like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Jesus walked on water. It's cool. I know who I follow. I know who I say yes to. Yes? Even if I am tempted with fear, it has to go right away. Why? Because I know that fear is now dead because of Jesus. Even if I am tempted by anxiety, it can't stand in my life because I'm saturated with the anointing. Yes? Yes. Isn't that beautiful? It's the way it works. It's the way it works. If we get tempted by sadness and depression, it can't stand because you're saturated. You're dripping with oil. 
You're dripping with the anointing. The Holy One dwells inside of you. Why? Because of your yes and only because of your yes. If you are missing a yes, you're missing the point. Yes? <laughs> that was kind of cool. If you're missing your yes, you're missing the point. What it means to follow Jesus is saying yes as many times as you can in one day. Right? How do you say yes to Jesus without knowing him? Oh, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't. It's impossible. It's like me yelling in the mall to some random person saying, Hey, do this! And they're like, I don't know you. Right? That doesn't make sense. I just look like a freaking loser. Right? But I have to know the Lord. I have to gain that intimacy with the Lord. And then I know what he's saying. And then I can respond, yes. Correct? Okay. And then give us our, sorry, one last thought. Then give us today our daily bread will just come naturally. Right? It's not like, do you think most provision showed up? I don't think he was. She's like, well, of course, that's who the Lord is. I bet that was his approach. And I bet he celebrated it. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today our daily yes. It's the way it goes. We have to abide in this. We have to remain in this mentality. And I know temptation is going to come right when you pick up your phone. It will. And temptation is going to come right when you wake up and you get that, hey, you want to go do this. I get it. But you have a spotlight on you for who Jesus is supposed to be. So be careful. Okay? He has called you to a higher standard because you have Holy Ghost living inside of you. Only. That's it. And then just get ready. Okay? Just get ready. I'm serious. Because when we sing Set a Fire in My Soul, you'll sing it a little bit differently next time. Or it might be, I've got that fire inside my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. Right? And you'll sing these songs differently. Right? Does that mean we never want more after he said, no. We always want more. But I've got that fire now. Now, Lord, just breathe on it and, extend and bring it higher and higher. Correct? Sound good? Mm-hmm. Good. It's truth. It doesn't just sound good. It is truth. I promise you. All right? Now we have to live this way. Okay? I'm really proud of you guys. You guys knew Scripture. You knew the character of the Lord. You guys could have kept on going with that. Right? It was awesome. I'm really proud of you guys. Keep it up. Keep on spending time with the Lord. Keep on understanding the depths of Him. Scripture says that we see new sides of His face. What? <laughs> right? He is an endless ocean. Right? Oh my gosh. Isn't that beautiful? 
We can never see the end of just His love. We can never see the end of His mercy and grace. That's who we follow. How can we not say yes to that? I'm challenged by this too. I am. I'm not perfect. Obviously. Okay? Cool. Let me pray for you and then we can talk. Lord, we give you our yes. Lord, I, I want... I want us to come next week with just an excitement of how many yeses we said and how much you moved in our lives. But Lord, I pray that you would show us new new sides of your face more and more day after day and take us places that we can't even fathom to be taken unless it's with you. So Lord, today I, I pray for every single person to say yes to you. Over and over, over and over. Not just that you're your Savior and Lord, but that every single thing that you're asking us to do, every divine appointment that you're setting up for us, I pray that every single person in this room would say yes right away before they even know what they're saying. Even if they're thinking no, I pray that they speak yes. <laughs> Jesus, thank you for sending Holy Spirit after yourself. Thank you for that calling that you've set upon our life of saying, well, if I didn't want my work to continue, why would you send Holy Spirit? And I thank you that you sent Holy Spirit so that we can continue what you started. So Lord, I pray that you would just use us more, that you give us more opportunities to say yes to you. And Lord, if we miss them, I pray that um, we would be fast to recognize it and fast to repent of it and then get back up on that bike and keep on pedaling with you, Lord. Thank you so much for who you are, Jesus. Thank you that we even have the opportunity to do your work here on earth. And I pray that you would use us in another, another level, another anointing in this next season, Lord. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen. Amen.